Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. We've been experimenting with the plasm we found in the subway tunnel. Careful. Should I get spoons? Don't bother. Watch this. Go ahead, Ray. You! You worthless piece of slime! You ignorant, disgusting blob! You're nothing but an unstable short-chain molecule! You foul, obnoxious mob! You have a weak electrochemical bond! I have seen some disgusting crud in my time! But you take the case! You're, you're just... This is what you do with your spare time. Peter, this is an incredible breakthrough. I mean, what a discovery, a psychoreactive substance. Whatever this stuff is, it responds to human emotional states. Mood slime. Oh, baby. <laughs> you mean this stuff actually feeds on bad vibes? Like a cop in a donut factory. We've been running tests to see if we can get an equally strong positive reaction. What kind of test? Well, we sing to it and uh, we talk to it and say supportive, nurturing things to it. You're not sleeping with it, are you, right? Always the quiet ones. You hound. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we review the movie that's a bootleg copy of the original where a group of guys get dressed up in coveralls and get slimed while causing massive amounts of property damage all in the name of fighting paranormal crime starring Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, and Sigourney Weaver. It's 1989's Ghostbusters 2. But first, he's the CPA turned hellhound turned tax attorney to my cellist turned hellhound turned art restorer. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Um... I'm doing pretty good. Uh, don't ever ask me to be your regular attorney. I just do tax law, and occasionally I dabble in some other stuff. And you're about as competent as he is. So we have a special guest on this week. He's the guy who put his money where his mouth was, if his foot was money. And he's one-third of the hosts on the video game lounge. It's John. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing okay. Are you going to tell your listeners exactly why I'm here? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, we're yeah. going to rub this it. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So John and I happen to be in the same fantasy football league this year, and I, I kind of invited him to the group. We needed a, we needed to fill some slots in the group, and John John said yes. So he, he joined the fantasy football group, and then he messages me one day and says, hey, let's make this interesting. And I go, interesting how? And he says, well... When we go head to head, the uh, the loser has to go on the other person's wait, wait. show. And I was like, "Hold on a second, okay, hold on how how is that a punishment? Because wait, did does that mean you lost because we had to have John on here? <laughs> wow, I'm Rob. confused. Okay. That, I'm, that's I'm how we're so going confused. tonight. No, All no, right. it's it. He lost because he has to <laughs> podcast with you now. But but then yes. wait, wait wait if he okay, won. Well, does that mean that I was going to have to go podcast on his show? No, because that would be a punishment for him. 
Jason would have come on VGL. So, okay, Jason invites me to the Fantasy Football League, and then he gives me all the details about what type of league, how many guys, and all that. And then at the end of it, he goes, I look forward to kicking your ass. Oh, so, so there I was said, trash talk okay, involved. Well, yeah, oh, of course. Gotcha. Yeah. Jason's not telling the full truth talk. here. I see. So he trash talked, and going into our head to head matchup, he was 0 and 5. And then, of course, he gets his first win against me. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> I don't think so I was you were, 0 and 5. You, you thought it was a sure win. You were thing. 0 and 5. You thought it was a sure win, didn't you? You're like, I did. all right, I just I just got myself a guest host. My my very first guest host for Jason. Yes. Yep. Um, so, Rob, you have news this week? I, I, wait. <laughs> wait. Are you in so charge now? you're now? just taking over. Perfect. Um, yeah, I do. Actually, thanks for asking. Um, you want uh, superhero news or space news, Jason? I don't want superhero news. Perfect. Uh, so good news. Um, Eternals God has damn it. Uh, <laughs> Eternals has made seventy-one million at the box office as of today. So that's not that's not too bad. Considering uh, it has a forty-eight percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, wow! For that the, bad for the critics. Yes, this is uh, the Eternals has the distinct pleasure of being the one and only Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to to be rated rotten. Wow! Anything lower than sixty. Uh, becomes rotten apparently um and it's sitting at a nice cool 48 it was sitting at a 55 prior to release on thursday from critics um so there's that Wait, is that critic score or audience score so that's a critic score audience score is up there in 81 percent. so okay so wow. the audience critics, okay. likes it. I, I always ignore the critics score oh, I do because too. the critics are typically way separated from the zeitgeist of the, of the times i mean right critics hate everything and yeah i just don't trust critic scores yes but this is the this is the first uh marvel M, or you know first mcu movie to have uh, to be rotten from uh you know rotten tomatoes uh from the critics yeah um, but i'm I, i'm much more I, I i trust the audience score a lot more than the right. critic score so th- i agree i think thor dark world was the next one that got close um okay if critics liked thor dark world more than they liked the eternals <laughs> that just i mean that that's proves my case yeah yeah right so thor dark world got a 66 percent. so oh god um, yeah critics are fucking idiots yeah i don't mm. i don't know uh and, and we'll we'll talk more about this uh uh next week um well no two weeks next week is yeah this. see you don't yeah. even know Two you weeks. don't even know when your own shows come <laughs> well, out. Well, I, I know it comes out. Uh, it, it doesn't come out this week because this week is uh, Iron Man. And so then next week is uh, this show, Ghostbusters 2. And then the week after would be Eternal. So technically, I guess when listeners are listening to this, it'll be next week. So next week, we'll talk a little bit about critics and their uh, stupid bullshit. But anyway, despite that, 71, uh, 71 million opening weekend, uh, that's not too bad. Uh, Shang-Chi uh, got 75.3 million in lab- on Labor Day weekend. So, 
you know, it's right there in the ballpark of what's well, been I would happening say that's, this year. I'd say that's pretty good for a non-holiday weekend. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's right in the ballpark of what they've been doing this year so far. So, you know, I'm okay with it. So, there's your uh, superhero news. You, you ready for some space news? Uh, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. you know, a sci-fi show, you dipshit. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, we found space teeth. What? 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 Huh? Where? Yeah, out in space. Okay, Duh. first, Hint, define space, space teeth. teeth. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So, so scientists have found uh, an element that is found inside our teeth out in space. But saying, hey, scientists God, found an element out in space that uh, is also in our teeth did not sound near as cool as saying scientists found space teeth. Okay. So what they, what they element find damn did they thing. find? Fluorine. So they found the fluorine element 12 billion light years away in another galaxy. So and this kinda, is the first time they've observed fluorine in space? It looks that way, yes. Did you read the article or did you just look at the pictures? Look, I mean, what do you ex- what do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you I know, really think? I know which one you did. Right, right. Yeah. So the fluorine was present as hydrogen fluoride uh, in a gas cloud of the NGP 190387 galaxy. Um, not to be confused with the NGP 190386 galaxy, okay? Um, or the 388. Three different galaxies. We're talking about 387. You with me so far? Uh, it sounds like it could be a sarlacc. That's what I'm going with. It could be. It 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 from a galaxy does, far, far away. Yeah, it does look like a space butthole on this picture. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they found the fluorine in some hydrogen fluoride, uh, in the form of hydrogen fluoride, in a gas cloud, uh, and apparently this is one of the first times uh, that they have found it that far away. So they're kind of interested, or they're uh, intrigued by it. So it doesn't sound like this is the first time they've seen fluorine out in space. It's just the first time they've observed it that far. Well, it is It is a telltale sign. Uh, uh, well, what's, what's, ex- uh, what's exciting about it is it's a telltale sign of stars that probably lived, f- <laughs> lived fast and died young, as they said. Um, so, uh, yeah, right. So it pinpoints to a Wolf Rayet star. Um, I don't know, uh, what a Wolf Rayet star is because I didn't want to, you can barely spell star. Yeah. I didn't want to click on the hyperlink that went to it because I was a little concerned that it might infect my computer. This isn't exactly the most reputable, um, website that I'm on with this news. It is. Oh my God. What fucking website did you pull this from? Oh, uh, CNN. God um, damn it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, I was idiot. about to say, I didn't think they had news articles on porn sites. Right, yeah, but, yeah. You know. um, <laughs> apparently, Rolf Rayet stars are, are massive stars, and only about one out of 100 million stars are massive enough to be classified as a Wolf Rayet star. So, yep, there we go. All right, what other news you got this week? Oh, that's it. That's all Thank- I got. God. That's all I got. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Uh, Let's do this. Sure. That's my line. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl? The pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl!
crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. It's five years later, and thanks to the never-ending lawsuits from all the government entities that were within pissing distance of New York in the last movie, the Ghostbusters have closed shop and moved on with life. Except for Ray and Winston, who are still dressing up and fighting slime-producing goblins, only their children this time, not ghosts. Dana is now a mom, but she's a mom who stole the pram from the set of Rosemary's Baby, and while talking to someone on the sidewalk, her baby takes a ride in the stroller into traffic. Convinced it must have been some malevolent apparition that tried to kill her baby and not her lack of parental skills, she enlists Egon and Ray to investigate. Peter gets wind and tags along as they interview mom and baby and then dig a big hole in the middle of the street. The hole takes them down to a river of lube that tries to eat Ray and after some experimentation, they find out that the lube responds to both positive and negative emotions. So mood lube. Meanwhile, Dana is no longer on the symphony but is now an art restorer because the plot revolves around an old wizard who's trapped in a painting named Vigo that's the unholy literary love child of Vlad Drakel and Rasputin after a drunken night of all-you-can-drink abaltinis and beat poetry at the local college bar. The head of the art museum, Yanosh, has the hots for Dana, and Vigo promises him an all-access pass if he can steal her child for Vigo to possess. Louis and Jenine are back as well, though Louis is now an attorney who unsuccessfully defends Peter, Egon, and Ray from criminal charges after their late-night road construction project. But it's okay, because the giant flask of mood lube picked up on the judge's paranormal angst and conjured up some ghosts for the Ghostbusters to bust, which changes his mind and he drops all the charges. Then the shit hits the fan as the Lubazon River flows directly to the art museum to cover it in an oozy shell, while the ghost of Mary Poppins steals Dana's child. The Ghostbusters go to see the mayor, who once again denies there's anything wrong until the sky turns cloudy like it's about to storm, then suddenly he's convinced. However, his PR guy commits the guys to the loony bin, where they get immediate therapy until the mayor finds out and fires his PR guy and orders the Ghostbusters freed so they can destroy a national landmark by marching the Statue of Liberty through the streets of New York. The happy music from Lady Liberty punches a hole in the KY armor surrounding the museum, and the guys drop down to shoot proton beams and happy gel at everything until Vigo is shoved back into the painting where he blows up, because reasons, the Ghostbusters are once again heroes and roll a montage of cutscenes as the credits roll, credits. Alright, 1989's Ghostbusters 2, the rehash of the original Ghostbusters where they tried to trap lightning in a bottle again and failed miserably. Ah. What do you guys think? Yeah. John? Uh, I concur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rob? Yeah, I don't know why this was considered Ghostbusters. Well, I mean, it had the Ghostbusters. They were kind of busting a ghost or a few uh, ghosts. Okay, so so are you ready for some quabbles? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, so this is this. Here is my quabble. How do ghosts fit in, into this one? Um, because you have this mystical guy. Let's let's say he is a mystic, magic arts or whatever. Right? He gets trapped in a painting. Great. Mm-hmm. We're talking about magic. We're not talking about ghosts. Now, all of a sudden, we get, uh, because this mystic guy is trying to come back, he can summon ghosts out of his, as you called it, mood lube. Um, I personally said it was hate slime, but mood lube sounds better. Um, But these ghosts can come out out of nowhere. Why? Why are the ghosts coming out of the mood lube and and all that? What, What is ghost goo have to do with the hate goo? Yeah, that's a good question. There, there seems mm-hmm. to be a huge disconnect between right. the three elements of this movie. So you've got Vigo the Carpathian, which is 
a, a mishmash of a couple of, of people from history. It's Vlad, Vlad Dracul and, and Rasputin. Thinking, yeah, I was thinking Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Vlad Darkul. Yeah. No, Impaler sounds cooler. Okay, whatever. Yep. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. We're not we're not so. disputing that. We're disputing <laughs> his last name. It was, it was Vlad Dracul. It was Vlad Dracul the Third. He was also called yeah. Vlad the Impaler. Yes. So, and there's a whole history between him and the Ottoman Empire, and and uh, and, and, and yeah. So there's a whole history behind. The Roman Empire and, and the Ottoman Empire fighting between fighting over Moldavia and yeah we're not going to go into that but well, anyway we could it probably no, be more not. interesting than what we have to say about this movie it probably would and then you got yeah. Rasputin who was uh, the advisor to the um, the Romanovs uh, right before the Bolshevik Revolution and uh, you know there's the legend where he was uh, killed in so many different ways and supposedly came back to life but who 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 knows. Anyways, this yeah. this guy is a mishmash of him. He got s- trapped in a fucking painting somehow. Yeah. They never really explained how he got trapped in a painting. Did he trap himself in a painting? I mean, did somebody paint him before? Was, and he just... Yeah. 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 Was he trapped? They never say how his... Yeah. How well, he's embodied into a painting. Yeah. Was he trapped? Right. Did, he ha- did he commission somebody to make a painting of him and then decided, hey, I'm going to attach my soul a la the dark one from Harry Potter? Um, or, yeah. I mean, what happens if that painting catches fire? Right. Is <laughs> uh, he just fucked? That's one of the most unsafe things to put, you know, to, to have yourself embodied in. Right, because back then they used oils. Well, And oils yeah, are flammable. That's what I'm saying. I don't even yeah. think about fire. I mean, just, just in terms of, you know, you rip it. Do you come out with, like, a missing arm or something if it's ripped across your arm? Yeah, all great questions, but you've got Better you've got Vigo, the, yeah. and then you've got this magic slime that is, is supposedly produced by all the hate and angst that New Yorkers have, and it's concentrating in this in this ooze that's flowing underneath the city. So the slime yeah. isn't even re- directly co- uh, connected to Vigo, although every time you see Vigo in the painting whenever there's, he's there's the river uh, of slime where yeah. he's talking there's, yeah. there's the river of slime behind him so apparently they're connected somehow and then you've got the ghosts where did the fucking ghosts come from the well, slime they come Duh. from the slime somehow but how did they get in the slime to the first place uh maybe the slime uh oozed through the old containment unit that was uh, that the Ghostbusters used in the first movie. You know, they had but the the old containment, containment unit wasn't like underground like that. No, I mean, I think it basement. was in the basement, but it yeah. wasn't that deep. Jesus Christ, they were in a fucking no. pneumatic tube tunnel. Well, that and that and the uh, uh, didn't the uh, vault explode in the first one? Well, it, it, yeah, it, 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 it cracked, exploded, open. and and all the ghosts escaped, and presumably they recaptured all the ghosts and. Fix the containment unit. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Presumably. Yeah, presu- possibly. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, so you've got three different kinds of, like, plot points here or antagonists that are supposed to move the plot along that are disjointed. And they never really, I mean, there's a montage of them coming back as the Ghostbusters where they kind of do some ghost busting, uh, but... Even then, there was there was that montage shot of them in in some kind of jewelry store or crystal store or something, uh, 
Yeah. And they have some cool lasers that they were playing with and all the crystals drop. What the fuck was that? I have no idea. Yeah. And then they're out on the streets collecting the pink ooze. Right. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's all disjointed. It's very weird. Yeah. This was basically, uh, let's, let's get, um, let's get Bill Murray's, uh, oh God, Peter. Let's get Peter and Dana back together. Um, so that they can have a happy family and then throw some ghost busting shit in on top. Okay, but about Dana, too. So this is five years after the first one. So it is implied that they still dated after the end of the first one. Right. Then they broke up, right. and then Dana met someone else. And married. Got married, had a baby. And then <laughs> so, got divorced. And got divorced so, in five years. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's the timeline on something like that, John? Hey, I she's mean, you, a modern you just woman. Had a, you just had a baby, right? Well, I did. Well, your wife, wife did, did, right? So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess you have the baby and you drop her, drop her like it's hot. I, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, she's old. She, yeah. They could she's have gotten divorced words. while she was pregnant, or you know, sometime after she got pregnant, they got yeah, divorced. Yeah, but apparently they, you know, they were into each other enough to get married and start a family and have a baby. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then he got a job in Europe and said, "Fuck off." Yeah, because you can't do art restoration in Europe. Right, and where did she, I mean, how did she suddenly become an art restoration? I mean, she yeah, has a cello in the first movie. Because her cello, she had to quit her cello job for her baby because her baby bump was too big. She couldn't get around that cello properly. Okay, what? So she can make her way around an easel restoring paintings? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then I would huffing think of all the of the, the fumes while she's pregnant, too. Right, and I, I yeah. would have thought that of the two jobs, a celloist would be easier to handle with a baby because you're not at a nine to five job necessarily. I mean, I don't know. Do, do cellists go in and when you're part of the orchestra, do they go in constantly? Fuck, why are you asking me? I don't know. I thought maybe one of you guys was more cultured than I am. We're, we're both more cultured than you are. Well, apparently not because you don't know how we've... orchestras work. <laughs> Anybody is more cultured than you are, Rob. No. <laughs> Anybody. Not Lewis. In the list of people who are cultured, where where people who are cultured are ranked like from more most cultured to least cultured, you're mm-hmm. at the very bottom of that list. Perfect. In that case, let me uh let me just start drinking. I was about to I was about to, he's getting I was about to say he was getting ready to open his box of fudge rounds. I left the fudge rounds downstairs. <laughs> Oh, but I, that's but that's I, tragic. That's I just do too have bad. A, a grapefruit juice and um, Coke Zero. Yes, you you suck out of your fruit box and and let the adults speak. Yeah, well, maybe I should quit doing this because I have to edit these things now. <laughs> so, Ernie Hudson, did he have more to do in this no, movie? No, or about he the same didn't. as the first one. No, he <laughs> still he still schlepped the the proton packs around, and like, then he, he was the obligatory got nasty and dirty dude. Yeah, like he he shows up with Ackroyd for the kid's birthday, and then you don't see him again for twenty freaking minutes. Yeah, it's like where did Ernie Hudson go? <laughs> yeah, they they and he's so, not in the court scene. They so it's, misused him in these movies. Yeah. It's it's fucking tragic. In the first movie, so they gave a lot of his scenes to uh, Bill Murray because Bill Murray was the big draw in the first one. But 
I mean, at this point, Winston is is a, a mainstay of the Ghostbusters. At least give him fucking more screen time than he did in the first movie. Yeah. That, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Murray was um, had something to do with it? I don't I think don't Murray had anything to do with it this time. I, I think they just fucking overlooked Ernie Hudson again. Okay. Yeah. Which is a shame. He's a great actor. <laughs> because, I mean, even Harold Ramis didn't get all that much screen time in this movie. Yeah, I mean, they gave a lot to Bill Murray, and he didn't yeah, really was, do anything. Well, it was the yeah, Bill was Murray about and the love story uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, barely. Barely anything in it, you know, of substance for the movie. I mean, unpopular opinion, Dana in the first movie could have been played by insert any actress ever. Like, it didn't need to be Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> well, and I, th- I think they brought in Sigourney Weaver just to, to to bring in more people, too, because she was... Sure. She was the hot commodity back then after Alien and Aliens. Oh, yeah, for sure. A much better sci-fi franchise than this. What was, much better. What, was, uh, what did she have going on during this? Was she still a hot commodity? Yeah, she had uh, she had done several movies. She'd done a few. She did that one romantic comedy with, uh, or that one with uh, Harrison Ford. Let's look it up. I'm I'm looking here. Wikipedia has you digging a few times. She's old as shit, so they have it on a yeah, separate. Yeah, she's like seventy. Yeah, she has it on a separate thing. Uh, Gorillas in the Mist. Oh yeah, that was a big one for her. Where she that, played yeah. Jane Goodall. Yeah. Um so not really. She had Aliens in eighty six, Gorillas in the Mist in eighty eight, uh, Working Girl. Oh, that's the one you were thinking of. Yeah, that's what Working that's Girl in eighty eight as well. And then it's Ghostbusters two and then Alien uh, in eighty nine and then Alien three in ninety two. Yeah. So I mean it wasn't like she really didn't have a whole lot in between Ghost, but she had Aliens, the second one, um, but not really a whole heck of a lot in between all of that. Well, Gorillas so, in the Mist was a pretty big one. Was it a big one? Yeah, it was nominated for like Academy Awards and shit. Yeah. Working Girl was a pretty big one. Oh, yeah, she was a, uh, nominated for Best yeah. Actress in, in, yeah. in that, and then also Supporting Actress in Working Girl. Okay. Yeah. So she was on her way at yeah, this point. So she was yeah. she was kind of hot at that point. Um so I can see why they would have uh kept her on. But even even so, they could have gotten anybody for this movie and done and done the same thing that she did in this one and it still make as much sense. Well, you just, and, and you that's because that the writing story. the writing was yeah. just horrible. I mean, the yeah. pacing in this movie kind of sucked. the The comedy wasn't nearly as much of a hit in this movie as the first movie. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. th- and the special effects, I don't think, were any better than this movie. And they had five fucking years between movies. Oh, it, the the special effects still were just as shit as before. Right, and this I mean, this is stop five motion, years later. You yeah, would, stop motion. You would think that uh, special effects had like at least advanced a little bit in between these two movies, and it didn't seem like it did. No, no, it really which is didn't. which is odd because ILM did the special effects in this. 
And ILM was the special effects company at that point. Yeah. Well, They're, they didn't throw uh, they didn't throw um, uh, George Lucas money at them. I guess. I mean, they only had a budget of thirty to forty million million for this one, and somehow it made two hundred fifteen. Yeah. Bunch of stones. Which the studio considered not a very good, not a financial success. They considered it not a financial success. Yeah, because That's it didn't insane. come nearly. It didn't come in as. Uh, it didn't come in as high. It didn't gross as much money as the first one. As oh, the first, the first one. one yeah. Okay, so the first one was five million short of three hundred. That's right. Okay, this one made over two hundred. It did great. It did my, fine. I mean, in fine. terms of in terms of actual financial success, I mean, it made money. But the studio wanted it to make more than the original. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I don't know. I wasn't impressed with this. I got tired. Yeah. I got tired of Murray. Like You got tired this, of Murray? In this one, yes. This this How one, so? I just he was he no he's just there for the the for the one liners yeah he puts the girl above his friends <laughs> like you have no faith in him with a PhD whatsoever in yeah. this movie I mean and and it's just well even in the second movie I mean at least in the second movie he was on the uh, you know they had him on the ground floor learning about the ghost or you know doing the ghost thing and all that and this one it was kind of like okay i'm only doing it because it involves this girl that i'm trying to hit back up with um but everything that you're doing really doesn't matter i mean er everything that you're doing doesn't matter to me go do your thing right i mean he it was like that in the first one I mean, this yeah. is he. He played the character exactly the same as he uh, did the first one. Yeah, but yeah. but this one to me, this one was even. I wouldn't have missed anything if he wasn't in this movie. They could have written him out, and the movie still would have played the same. Well, that's my, because the movie sucks. But I think well, the movie yes. would have sucked even more if he hadn't have been in it. I mean, his his character, even though it was there was way too much Bill Murray in the movie. There was way too much Bill Murray and Dana in the movie, but I think the the Bill Murray scenes added enough levity to to make it just not a horrible watching experience. It, it made it to where I didn't want to stab my eyes. I think if they Bill were... Murray wasn't in this movie, this I I would have fallen asleep easily in the middle before the middle of the movie. Sure. I guess I'm somewhere in between both of you guys. Cause this movie just didn't know if it wanted to be a rom-com, a sci-fi movie, or a scary movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or a comedy. Like it, it, It's kind of a mismatch of, of all four. Yeah, yeah I would it, agree with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, um, the other thing. Let's, uh, let's, uh, Statue of Liberty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. You spray goo all over the inside of it to get it to move. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Then you, and then you put the electronics in there so that uh, you can play the music and get it to move. Right. And then you go in the water. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't the goo have come off and the electronics fried? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the goo is hydrophobic. I don't know. Or, 
Or are we saying the Statue of Liberty is watertight? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't no, think we're I, saying no, the no. Statue well, that's of Liberty what, is that's watertight. What you, not at all. But that's what you're implying when you, because the electronics are not hydrophobic, right? So you're implying right. that, you know, the inside of that bad boy is uh, is is nice and tight. Or hydrophilic, not hydrophobic, yeah. hydrophilic, yeah. Hydro, isn't hydrophobic where it repels? I thought it was hydrophilic that makes it, makes it repel. Uh, hydrophobic Rob, would, would you be scared. Hy- oh. Let, let's see, hydro... Hydrophilic, having, hydrophilic. having a tendency hydrophilic. to... Hydrophilic, yeah. Okay. Rob, would you oh, no, hydrophilic is the opposite of hydrophobic, so I had a yeah. words. Yeah, have a tendency to mix with, yeah. Rob, would you have preferred her like stepping on the Titanic and and not getting her feet wet? Stepping on the Titanic, yeah, yeah, just Might like as well. a little mean, skateboard. Yeah, right. I mean, the Titanic <laughs> the made harbor. its way back in and you know let everybody out. I, I don't. That's know. that's one thing I needed in this movie: a Titanic joke, a Titanic <laughs> reference. Yes, yeah. No, I mean it's just yeah. So they're saying that the events of New York affected. The wreck of the Titanic in the far north Atlantic. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. This this doesn't this doesn't make sense at all. I mean, I can get behind the goo causing ghosts and things like that if that's how they wrote it. But they didn't. They wrote it to where the goo was from hate or something, and they made it seem like it was the source of Magic Boy's power. Ma- yeah. Magic Boy doesn't have, you know, ghost powers. So I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the writing was all over the place on this, yeah. and, and they, it was it was disjointed. They they tried to. It was basically the same formula that they used in the first movie. But they tried to make it different enough to make it into a different movie, so they weren't just totally plagiarizing themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah, they tried to make it different. You know, instead of having a giant marshmallow man, they had a giant uh, Statue of Liberty. Um, Instead of blowing marshmallow goo everywhere, the Statue of Liberty steps on cop cars and then smashes a museum. Uh, You know, so we're still causing lots of damage. Right, um, right. Huge yeah. amounts of property damage mm-hmm, for yeah. really mm-hmm. no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. And then, yep. and then instead also of... Also causing a blackout. Don't oh, forget that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, first off, yeah, that so, was dumb. <laughs> that was super dumb. A rusted-ass pipe uh, that breaks causes a blackout. Yeah. Those pipes would be a little higher. <laughs> Cables would be a little higher. Yeah. Well, not only that, but there would actually be cables in that conduit instead yeah, right. of just an empty fucking pipe. And third, yeah, nobody believed that there was a river of fucking goo down yeah. in the in the subway system or in the pneumatic uh, pneumatic tube what, system, or what, whatever the what fuck is, they called it. What but the fuck is a pneumatic the, tube system? I don't. I mean, what is that? Their so, first, their early years of subway. Yeah. So it was one of the it was one of the first prototypes for the New York subway, subway system. Yeah. It was and it ran on air. Yeah, it was like built in the twenties or thirties. Ran on air. It was, so they like it was built before that. It was so built they, in the eighteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. So they pumped air to push the tube. Yeah. Yeah, they oh. used air to like levitate the the train cars or something. Huh. But not only that, 
in order to restore the power, they would have had to have gone down and, and seen the river themselves, and fixed and something, seen yeah. all that that goo down there. Yeah. No, no, no. They just bypassed it. They 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 took the plug out in one spot and plugged it into another, like a <laughs> telephone switchboard. <laughs> right. But, right. I mean, it it's about one of the only scenes in this movie that actually made me chuckle was them all kind of pretending to put on a New York accent and. Like, hey, what are you doing? You know, with the whole digging the hole. I was like, yeah. about one of the only times I actually cracked a smile in this fucking movie. <laughs> so this was this was punishment, inadvertently. For fantasy football? Sure. Yeah. We're going back to that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, he had to watch Ghostbusters it. too. Yeah. 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 Well, it was either this or what you're going to ask him to do the Matrix, weren't you? Yeah, the Matrix. So that yeah. wouldn't have been as much. Of yeah, a that would have yeah. been. That would have been that okay have been, for him. Yeah, at least the the first two movies were decent in that trilogy. Yeah. Uh, you want to revise that statement? <laughs> the first movie is good in that trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh wow! So we're we're gonna have one of those coming up soon, huh? Yep. But hey, you know what? It's always nice to have John on our shows. Uh, he's he's fun to be around. I I enjoyed it when he was on Batman that uh, that one time in January of 2022. <laughs> I'm glad you wait, keep wait, track wait, wait, wait. of when your shows come out. Yeah, yeah, so I mean that would have been that will have been in the future. Yeah. Yes, we time traveled. Yeah, we we but we recorded it in the past for the future or did we record don't bring your fucked up oh, yeah. schedule time traveling bullshit to my show yeah you keep that in your show i keep i'll keep that in my pants All you right. keep yeah. that in your show oh god i don't want to know what's in your pants oh you'll find out later there's not um much. yeah so it's if probably i just was, pink ooze it is <laughs> oh don't you wait oh, um so if i was dana i would have just like moved out of new york um, because apparently ghosts have a thing for her. Well, New oh York yeah, ghosts, yeah. How does New she York end ghosts? up in the fucking center of all this shit? She was well, in the center of it the first time because that's where her apartment was. So I understand that. Yeah, that was. But now sense. all of a sudden she's working in a totally different fucking career that's really not even related to her previous re- career. Right. And this happens again. Ah, but she can still afford a nice apartment. That's true. With yeah, a doorman, mm-hmm. not a doorman. Oh yeah, that he's the he he was the building manager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think of the music? Uh very nineties. Even it was, was very nineties. Even though yeah. this was eighty nine, it was very nineties. the The song playing during the whole Statue of Liberty thing was was okay, I guess. I mean, the the Ghostbusters tune is iconic, so I mean. You know, yeah, but they didn't like, play it all that much. Yeah, I see. I mean, it's in the beginning. Yeah, I, I during the, I didn't yeah. remember all any of these Ghostbuster songs as yeah. much as I remembered the original one. I um, remember on our own, just because they played that a lot back when this movie came out, and I remember not liking it then very much, and I still don't like it now very much. Okay. Mm. I don't I I don't remember any of these songs from this movie, right? So Yeah. Like during the credits, you know, it it's playing a bunch of different renditions of Ghostbusters. Right. I don't remember any of those. But, you know, the minute you say there's something strange in the neighborhood, I know what you're talking about. 
you know, it's that one is iconic. Yeah, and I really they wish sh- they would have kept they with that. Yeah, they should have just stayed. Yeah, they should have just stuck with it. But they didn't. Instead of instead of trying to come up with something different. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, overall, I think the music matched the tone. I mean, it wasn't distracting necessarily. Um, but it wasn't memorable like the original. That's uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I I couldn't tell you what songs played, and I just watched this this morning, and I watched it this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, I literally watched it today, and I couldn't tell you a single song that hell. I don't even know what song it was that was playing for the Statue of Liberty. You know, I mean, that's how unaffected I was by it. Oh, so. what was the song playing by it? Oh, yeah, it's right I mean, at the edge of my fucking memory here. Um, what was playing at the end? No, no, no. At the end, they started with the original Ghostbusters theme, and then they transitioned to one of the new song theme songs, which sucked. But the the Statue of Liberty was playing. Oh my gosh! See, I brought it up, and I don't even remember what song was playing. <laughs> uh, it was uh, higher and higher. Oh, higher and higher. That's yeah, right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Your love. Don't sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to do that because then I'd have to get rights, right? No, that's not the reason. No, no, it is. Yeah, it that's is. definitely not the reason. No, that's, it is the that's reason. Like, no. That's like last on the list yeah, of reasons. Yeah, that's way down on the list of reasons yeah. why we don't want you to sing on the show. Holy shit. Ghost, uh, Run DMC did a version of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, that played at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Flesh and Blood by Danny Elfman. Oingo Boingo. Yeah, you knew that Danny Elfman was part of Oingo Boingo, right? Oingo Boingo. No, I didn't. I don't even know who Oingo Boingo is. Oh, my God. Uncultured swine. Look, See, this is why you're down at the bottom of the culture list. Well, that... that Very no, fucking okay. bottom. Just because I don't know... An American New Wave bo- band formed in 1979 doesn't mean that I'm uncultured. They no, it wit- does. No, because Boingo were- Boingo had a lot of fucking hits. Okay, so I might and know Danny the hits. Elfman went on to to be a composer in his own right on a lot of shit, well, like yeah. many many movies, and he wrote the Simpsons theme. If nothing else, you should remember that Danny Elfman wrote the fucking Simpsons. Theme. I don't watch the Simpsons like you. I don't but have an you entire know me, right. I don't have an entire shrine dedicated to the Simpsons. It's like not you do. a shrine. It's a shrine. There's it's candles. Not a shrine. There are candles lit up no, next to it all the time. That's that's too much of a fire hazard. That's too much like of candles. A, yeah, because it might catch the boxes on fire. Exactly. That are covered in mm. dust. <laughs> well, probably not, not now. In they're dust. Yeah, they're not now because they're still in a box. They're still in boxes, yes. When you moved. Yeah. You haven't taken them out and put your shrine back up. I don't have a shrine. Here, I thought you were a Simpsons fan. Like how I turned that back on you? Ha. All right. Music, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, final thoughts on this, because I think we've we've punched down on this enough. Don't. Go go somewhere else. Go watch some. You know what? Just just if you're looking for a good time, 
don't watch this. If you're looking for a bad time, skip this one and go to the uh, 2016 series reboot. You'll get the same taste, but better oh, graphics. You think the 2016 mm-hmm. series or the 2016 reboot was better than this? No, I think it sucked too. Mm. But the gra- well, least- why would you have them watch the 2016 version over this one? Uh, because the CGI is better. That's it. He's that's it. He said a he said a shittier movie, but with better CGI. Correct. Yes. I mean, if you're gonna watch a shitty movie that has to do or with a Ghost- shitty movie, a yeah. shitty movie that has to do with Ghostbusters, just go watch the reboot. It'll be fine. No, no, no. I would still watch this over the the reboot. I don't know. I've never seen the reboot. I just know that the reboot sucked balls. <laughs> like it bombed hard. I, I would go I would just watch the animated TV show from my childhood. Oh again. now that one was pretty That's good. That's better than this movie. Yeah, yeah it was okay. I didn't yeah. like the whole Slimer thing. Oh yeah, they brought this Slimer. They brought Slimer from the fucking TV series into the movie and that stuck out as like a sore thumb. Well Slimer was in the first one too. Yeah, yeah. once. He was yeah. one of the ghosts that they captured. Yeah, yeah, and then and then apparently he became their friend in the in the cartoon series. Yeah, yeah. So now he you know got upgraded to be bus driver. Yeah, I didn't understand the whole Slimer thing. I thought that stuck out. And that's was dumb. That's the part you didn't understand. Okay. I mean, this whole movie was a contradiction. I can mm-hmm. I can like not understand multiple things in a movie, Rob. Mm-hmm. Can you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's impossible to not understand things as much as you. Right, yeah. But. Yep. Hey, I got a haiku. Do you? (laughs) I do. I almost don't want to hear it. No, no, you want to hear this one. So. Before I before I do the haiku, I just want to let you know that uh, because of your pod crawl, you made my haiku better. Is that right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm scared here, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know what that means. Uh, the title of this one is Disappointed. River <laughs> of Mood Lube explodes all over your face, not a porn movie. oh god i had hate slime instead of mood lube um, but mood lube sounded better so thank you jason for your contribution to the haiku i will put it in the notes you're welcome yep Mm. all right who's got awards yeah i got some That's the only reason why I watched They're all these. Razzies, by the way. Yeah, that's right. the only reason why I watched this mo- watched the movie was to get the awards out of the way. All right, John, who has your uh, head lush? Are are we skipping Black Lung? Or uh, Black yeah. Lung. Sorry, who's got your Black Lung? Uh, Dan Aykroyd, because he's smoking a cigar a few times throughout this movie. All right, Rob? Oh, I gave it to Ecto-1A. <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucker was burning yeah. some oil hard yeah, it was yeah it was that's a good one yeah, yeah so mine's gonna go to ray as well because uh, yeah there were two or three different scenes where he was either chewing on a cigar or smoking a cigar i think he stole a cigar from the mayor's office he did too. he did yeah. he had a yeah. he had an uncut unlit cigar when they went to the mayor's office yeah yeah so all right, Rob, who's got your head lush? Oh, I'm giving it to Peter and Dana for uh, their dinner wine. 
All right. Uh, John? Uh, yeah, ditto. That was mine as well. Yeah, that's really the only scene that I saw somebody drinking in this. So Was this a oh, threesome? Man. No, oh, it is God. not. This is not your fucking show. <laughs> Some would call it a menage a trois. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, John, who's got your player? Uh, I'm giving it to Rick Moranis's Louis Tully for finally uh, kissing a girl in Janine. Okay. Rob? Oh, I gave it to Janine and Louis both. They... Um, they got hanky panky with a, with a kid with in the a next kid room. with a baby in the next room. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, so mine is gonna go uh, to Dana because, or not to Dana, but to to uh, Peter because he got Dana back after she dumped him because he wouldn't ask her to marry him, and then she got married, had a kid, got divorced, and and then uh, he moved in, even with her having a kid so he, then, he got he got her he got her back and then gave him a bunch of mixed signals i mean taking a shower and running out in a towel come on yeah if that's not one i don't know what is i don't think that was a mixed signal no it wasn't but you know she's still pined for him sure <laughs> yeah i mean janus also could have been a pick here too because he was putting the moves on dana yeah throughout the whole movie yanis Janus, Janus. Well, he was putting the moves Anus. on her, but he wasn't succeeding. He at was all. succeeding yeah. hard. He was crashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Rob, who's got your purple hippo? Oh, I gave it to Janus or Janus or Janus or whatever. Um, he Janos. just Whatever. Um, he just seemed to be um, a walking purple hippo. All right, John? Uh, I'm giving it to the lady who was wearing the mink coat after the minks came back to life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good and one. And ran away. <laughs> All right, so mine's going to go to the kid, Oscar, because he got, he got possessed or partially possessed by, you know, a bad liter- literary portmanteau. Um, and, you know, he was basically the, the subject of uh, paranormal kidnapping he got floated around the room a lot. He just yeah. he had a really weird fucking time in this movie. Do you think he'll remember that? I don't know. Maybe. Does it matter? No, not really. Yeah, I didn't unless, think so. Unless that baby is in uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, that baby's grown up. No, because we're dealing with uh, Egon's family in this, right? Maybe. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll find out next week. When it comes out, doesn't it come out next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. The movie, yeah, yeah. I might go watch it. I don't know. I might skip this one. Might skip it. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Ah, uh, let's find out. I don't know what we're doing next week. I, Should I we know. roll randomly for it? <laughs> no, because I know what it is. How you do you know what it, it is? Because you put it on the calendar. I mean, I just, why else? Oh. Why else would we subject ourselves to this? And this wasn't even random. If we weren't gonna go watch the continuation piece, with God, I hope is gonna be better with Paul Rudd in it. You really want to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife after watching this? No, one? I don't. But you're gonna make me. I'm not unless, gonna make you do unless anything you're, unless you're pulling an audible and we are doing random, and then I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's just pull a random. Seriously? Sure. Okay. I'm okay with that. 
I'm not entirely like wanting to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife, at least not at theaters. I mean, I got no dog in this you fight. Know, when it, it's when your it, guys' show. When it shows up <laughs> it, it, to rent. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. So, uh, John, you're going to pick the number. Rob, you're going to tell me when to stop. Oh, man. So, John, you need to pick a number between 1 and 154. Holy mo- Wait a minute. All right. Uh, 153. Okay. Rob, tell me when to stop. Does it really matter when I say it, or is it just going to be pseudo-random and Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to show up? Just tell me when to stop. Uh, stop. So right. next week, we are reviewing the movie that comes out next week. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. No. Ghostbusters All right, so next week we're going to be reviewing the movie where a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town and they begin to discover the connection between the original Ghostbusters so much. the secret <laughs> legacy their grandfather left behind. Uh, this stars Finn Wolford, McKenna Grace, and Carrie Coon. It is 2021's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Fuck you, oh, Rob. You have man. to watch it. Oh, I can't believe it. Wow, he got you. <laughs> Yo, so got me. So got me. I didn't see the writing on that wall at all. Yeah. All right, so, John, Video Game Lounge, what are you guys covering? Uh, all right, so our next episode, we're talking about uh, games that we're looking forward to coming out next year. So stay tuned for that one. That'll be coming out um, next Monday. So as a preview, what are you looking forward to next year? uh, For me, personally, uh, it'll be God of War Ragnarok, continuation of what is one of my favorite games uh, from this generation, God of War 2018, uh, and Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. Two of mine. Yeah, I don't have a PS5, so... You don't need a PS5. You can play both on PS4. Oh, you can? Yeah. Sweet. I played the first one. Um, I didn't know they were doing uh, Forbidden West on uh, on PS4 too. Yep. Well, it's because glad... nobody can get their hands on a PS5. That's true. This is true. That's true. I'm glad. I'm glad you got on. You uh, you gave me uh, something to look forward to, John. Thanks. All right. I'm glad. I glad I lost. Hey, you know what? So I could... You know what? <laughs> you can come and uh, review Batman Begins with me back in uh, back in February. All right, sounds good. I look forward to doing that recording with you, Rob. I do too. I hear it was a pretty good recording. Yeah. Yep. You're you're an idiot, Rob. John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find us on creativebraincandy.com, uh, Video Game Lounge. You can also find us on Twitter, VGL underscore podcast. And I've been trying to post a little bit more on Instagram at VGL podcast. So that's where you can find us. All right. So next week, we're going to do Ghostbusters Afterlife, and that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home wow, by Campo. Pod Crawl music it's is Snack Walkins. There he goes. <laughs> if you like the show, please He's rate laughing. and review us on iTunes. You can leave us himself. feedback on our Discord wow. channel at smokinganddrinkingspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast. Together, you can man. email us Come at smokinganddrinkingandspaceoutlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, become a Patreon oh, supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And for this week, I'm Jason. Your love, God it's lifting no. me high. Stop. What? Oh, God. No? 
fine. Now, where's the mood loop? We'll talk to you next week. In his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Wait, no. <laughs> no, I need the mood loop for my ass. <laughs>